if you get too close, things can get real crappy real fast. And sometimes even with coworkers, oh, you know, sure. I think a big thing is definitely boundaries. Like yep. talking about our friendship and how it came to be. Hey y'all, welcome to the Girls With Contrast podcast. A mix of lifestyle and all things interior design. We're so glad to have you here and hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. Super exciting. Another exciting episode for you. They're always exciting, though. I mean, at least for yes, us. Yes. This week, we are talking about the five Fs. Which are functionality, flow, focus, friendships, and fun. That's right, because we're keeping it real with y'all. Woo! <laughs> we should just hop right in, I reckon. I guess so. I guess to start off, a big one since it's more with lifestyle than design we could talk about friendships if you want to start off with that one absolutely I think that's great and also it definitely goes hand in hand with design because in the design world you create friendships Mm -hmm. you have co-workers employees that become friends etc but right let's let's start off with the one everyone knows your which can be good and bad yes for sure Something I always like live by or whatever is that friendships should never be hard. Mm-hmm. I live by that with a relationship too. Like, yep. I guess you know, relationships are also friendships, but you know, when it's with your significant other, or whatever, it should never be hard to no. be with that person or to be friends with that person. Like, that is just, it's not the point, right? I, I, I don't know, it just it shouldn't be hard it shouldn't be something that like keeps you up at night you know what I mean or stressful is the word I guess I'm looking for right um but sometimes sometimes they are and Mm -hmm. at at the end of the day it is kind of what you go through with any relationship ups and downs I know I'm really grateful for all the friendships that I have especially Um, don't don't forget about that especially you (laughs) what can I say of course, but no, seriously, I I don't know about you, but actually my closest friends, at least I say the majority of them, it's really only two, but really I don't have like a huge group of friends. Thanks. Also, also something that I'm wanting to hear your opinion on and, and everything, but like I always have had a smaller circle. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like, I remember in high school, my mom always told me, like, you know, she was, like, proud of me for not having, like, a huge friend group. She was, like, it's good to keep your circle small. Like, trust me. Right. Well, um, talking on that note, for me, since I went to a private school my whole life, I was surrounded by the same five group of friends ever since I was five years old until I was 18. So my friend group has always consisted of those five friends. So I always had a small group, but you know what they say, it's better to have smaller and a closer group of friends than to have a big group of friends who don't give two craps about you. Exactly. And 
not only is it good to keep your circle small, but my two really good closest friends, like you kind of just said, I've had for a really long time. One of them I've known since fifth grade, but I didn't get close to her until seventh grade. And then the other one, we joke and call each other womb mates because (laughs) our moms were pregnant with us at the same time and our moms are best friends. And then they had us since it was like built in best friends we also joke and we're like even if we didn't want to be friends like we have no choice (laughs) right I also like it too though now like I would say the age we both are at um that friends like I felt like a long time ago like you had to be friends with people who were your age but now being 22 uh, you're two years younger than me and you're by far my closest friend I have and then Kate, she's four years older than me, and she's also one of the closest friends I've ever had. Right, and that's also something, I've always been younger than all of my friends, but that's also been something that was kind of, like, repetitive, or, like, common thing. Like, you know, when you're in high school, you have classes with people that are in different grades. Right. A lot of the time, and I know, like, I became really good friends with this one girl who was a year above me, and, like, it it didn't really like matter or feel weird that she was technically older than me. Yes. And then now, like, like you just said, like, we're really great friends and you're two years older than me. I have a really good friend here in Virginia beach. She's 23. I think she'll be 24 this year. Right. And I mean, and it doesn't even no. seem like she's, you know, that much older than me. I say. Not at all. Uh, and then I have a friend who is a year younger than me and you know what I mean it's just it doesn't really make that much of much of a difference even though when you're younger you kind of think like oh like you know she's in second grade and I'm only in first like you know what I mean right it's a different mentality for sure also I don't know how you were and I don't want to sound the way I might sound or blow my own horn or anything but totally gonna blow my own horn um, I've also never had a problem making friends. Oh, no, me either. I would say I had more of a problem. I did go to college just because for me being stuck in that same friend group, I was always friends with. I never really had to go out and make other friends. Yeah. So I would say the transition from my friends in high school growing up to college was a little bit different. But even when I went to college, I instantly made some really good friends. Yeah, I... I'm a pretty extroverted person, but I also think I'm pretty friendly and, like, try to be kind to everybody. And, I mean, it's really easy to do when you're in high school, when you've been friends with this person since middle school or elementary school even. Right. Um, Obviously, it's easy to carry on that friendship. But then, Mm -hmm. like in high school or like in college, you're meeting more people. You're meeting other people from... I know for me being in public school, mm-hmm. you know, you get into high school and it's like, oh, these are people that are older than me that went to a different middle school than me that went to a different elementary school than me that I've never known. Right. So it was, it really was new people. Right. Um, funny thing is though, I went to pretty much every single elementary school in my county. Mm-hmm. I literally think minus two there was only two that I didn't go to just because we moved around so much so I went to literally three different elementary schools and so I did know a lot of people that were gonna be right in high school with me because 
you I went to elementary school with them right um so even though I wasn't friends with the majority of them like really close friends like I still knew them right knew who they were they knew me mm-hmm. that type of thing but of course. when it comes to really good friendships what are some things that you value in a friendship a close friendship definitely trust you have to trust someone I mean that's the same thing with like a relationship but trust is a big thing um I've had a lot of issues with that with people in my past with a lot of distrust that have ruined some of my friendships. Um, So I would say that's definitely a big thing for me. Also, honesty, like, yeah, your friend is someone you go to for validation. Like if you want to ask a question, like, how do I look? And they tell you, oh, you look great, but you totally look like shit. Like, you know what I mean? That person is the person to be straight up with you and be honest. And I feel like sometimes people feel like they just have to please everyone so they don't want to say the truth and all of that um right so those are my two big things honesty and being truthful to someone so yeah and people pleasing we were just talking about this um I'm a big people pleaser Mm -hmm. but when it comes to my friends I might I might reiterate it or say it beforehand like all right listen like I'm gonna tell you the truth because I'm like I'm your friend right you know what I mean like that transparency that honesty yes is something I also value in a friendship because you're not really my friend if you're gonna sit there and not tell me the truth like right. not, I mean like yeah sometimes the truth hurts it might be the opposite you know you might say something to me that is the opposite of what I'm thinking mm-hmm. but I'm still gonna appreciate you telling me the truth right your honest opinion rather than if you're just gonna lie to me and just try to please me because then I might go out looking like a fool or yeah. might make the wrong decision or you know what I mean right. a number of things right but yeah that's definitely something I value in a friendship also I think effort is a big one right I think if you are wanting to truthfully be friends with somebody and have a friendship then definitely you need to put in effort it's not a one-way road no um my uncle Mike used to always say when it came to any any issue I had god I love him he's like a dude but he is also like give me the girl problems like let me hear the drama right right um but he would always say the phone works both ways yep yep Yeah, maybe I didn't text you, Mm -hmm. or maybe I haven't texted you as much as you want me to, but you reached out as much as you're expecting, but you can do it too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't just sit around and wait. No and pout. And also, if I'm clearly putting in at least a little bit of effort. You can do the same. And you're not putting in anything in but you're expecting me like you're expecting something else something more right like it's just not fair I think that's another thing and like life isn't fair whatever um nobody's perfect I'm not you know I'm not trying to say that there's one person to blame like that's not the case at all no there has to be a little a a little fairness in a way like just like that 50 50 of Mm -hmm. hey I'm putting this in, like, come on, give it back. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't That's- you want to if you're in a friendship and you love that person? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you give back? Yeah. But, yeah, those are some things that I definitely value. Right. Uh, 
as well as I mean everything you said too I feel like it's everything and also it's like so funny because it goes right into like relationships too Mm -hmm. uh but like like I said like relationships friendships it, it all is kind of the same thing right moving into this I think this is the perfect time to move into friendships with design clients with other designers um on how to keep a minimum with clients and with other designers because if you get too close things can get real crappy real fast and sometimes even with coworkers, oh, you know sure I think a big thing is definitely boundaries like yep. talking about our friendship and how it came to be just because we're in design school like we totally could have made that a boundary of like oh, we're yeah. really good we're really good friends in design school but like that's the only time I talk to you you right. know what I mean right but, like I don't really talk to you outside of it unless like we want to meet up and do a project like something like that like we totally could have set those boundaries but I think we realized mm-hmm. that we had so much in common we got along so well and we both we didn't even have to say it we both were just like putting in the effort to be friends right and- still are and we're literally two states away from each other like I know you know what I mean so we definitely I'm not trying to say that like there always has to be boundaries because you could have a co-worker that you end up being really good friends with like I know Everett's mom I it's pretty much like her best friend was her co-worker and now they're like the bestest of friends but sometimes like you said you do have to set a boundary like mm-hmm. okay I'm good with you at work but like we cannot be friends outside of it because you're crazy or because you have drama and I don't do that or you know what I mean like right and there's always factors it too like friendships inside the business world especially if it's like you have a boss and then there's a bunch of people under you I feel like sometimes there can be a lot of jealousy too um yeah so- yeah that's definitely a reason to keep boundaries just because you don't want anything to happen to ruin your name, to ruin your coworkers' name. So it's just good to always keep boundaries. But um, really quick, I just want to touch on friendships with clients and you can back me up or whatever you want to say. But friendships with clients, you always want to keep at a minimum because even though, yes, you could become super great friends with someone you're working for. Let's say you mess up something. Um, I'm working on a house and I pick out the wrong finish, wrong whatever, that they wanted something else. And I messed it up. Totally could backfire on me because I became such good friends with them. You know what I mean? So it's just good to keep a space between clients. And yes, it's great. You can be friends with them. But I would say keep it to a minimum. Right. And you don't want to get yourself in a sticky situation of where somebody could be like, oh, you know, like, I know. Ashlyn, I did this. Yeah. Right. Like, I hired you to do design work. Right. But now that we're really close friends, like, maybe you can, you know, bring the price down or something like give me special treatment. And then you kind of get put in a situation where, like, if you really are getting to be good friends, then you're like, uh, I, like, you know, like, you're still my client. And the thing is, is that if you are an honest person, I, I think it's all about how you handle it. But, like, you could say, like, be transparent and be like, heck no. Like, we can be really good friends, but hey, this is, this is my business. I gotta right. make money. Yep. You know what I mean? Gotta run. But, and then when it comes, I'm interested to hear, actually, when it comes to 
designers being friends with other designers what's your take on that a lot of them are not friends with each other right I feel like it's <laughs> kind of fake it's fake I feel like it's fake and it's also a lot of headbutting because they're always in competition especially down here because there's over 200 designers here wow so there's just always competition on who's better, who's doing what better, who has better marketing, who has better this, better that. Who's making more money. It's yeah. Always a competition, I feel like. But I, I mean, there are some, I feel like some designers who do appreciate each other and look at each other's work and say, wow, I, I want my work to look like that. Or I could take this from this designer and make my work better. But then there's totally just others that are like, no, I don't F with her at all. Exactly. Hey, speaking of F, I don't F with... I don't... With, with you! <laughs> no, but seriously, like, we can... I I think there's a happy medium in all of this. I do. Uh, when it comes to the business aspect, like, we can inspire each other. And, again, I think it's also just about your personality, who the person you are. I know for me, right. I am not afraid and would totally be like, she's killing it. Like, right. I by her or like that design she did was dope like something like that whereas some other people could think that but they don't want to say it and they they either trash it uh, or it's just jealousy and like it's something that you have to get past you have to get past jealousy in friendships too right this all this stuff relates uh, we're so good at this <laughs> <laughs> for real no but seriously it's something that you have to get past is right. the, the jealousy thing and just be able to say like you know what? Maybe I wish I was where you were. Maybe I am not doing as good as you are with, you know, however many clients I have or how much money I'm making, but I can still be happy for you. And I can still look at you and be like, that's awesome. You're doing what I want to be doing. Like, I want to be like you. I want to get to that point. Like, that's awesome. And and it honestly kind of goes to show that you can get there. Well, see, Like, if she did, then why can't I? That's how I am right now. Not that I'm jealous, but like I am so inspired by you right now with your new Instagram page and you've already started doing stuff to kind of build a base for you to go ahead and start a business. Like I am so inspired by you. It makes me want to do it. And I'm like, how can I do this for myself? Because I want yes. to do that too. But it's, it's not that I'm jealous. It's that I aspire to be like you and do what you're doing. Right. And to be able to get to that point, whatever that looks like for you, that's another thing is we're all different. We're all on our own path as individuals. And thank you, by the way, and you will get there, whatever that ends up looking like for you, right? It will happen. And you know, we're both, we're both going to be right where we need to be when we need to be. Yeah. And speaking of that, actually, I have that I have things I need to tell you. Oh, gosh, we got to talk after this. I know. Remember, I texted you today and was like, yeah. "Yo, yeah." Still got to tell you about that. Sorry, I guys. Ever, okay. I got to tell Everett about it too. Little quick interruption, guys. Yeah, I mean, maybe you guys will find out. I honestly don't want to speak on it right now because I don't want to. Don't want to ruin it. So <laughs> yeah. Save it. But anyways, I guess we can go on to more of the design portion of the F's. Um, as for sure, a lot of you know probably there. Are- are a bunch of words that start with the letter F that have to do with design. There's focal point, formation, floor plan, furniture, fixtures. But Amelia and I have decided to, to narrow it down to 
the three that we think are the biggest that have to do with design and what designers use in almost every day of doing design work, which are functionality, flow, and focus. So, Amelia, do you want to start off by talking about what is functionality? Absolutely. So, I mean, all like you said, design has a lot of F words. Right. When you look up words that have to do with design, the letter that comes up the most is F. So, I mean... All these things are so important, all these things you just named off, but I think it was good for us to narrow it down to kind of these main when it comes to creating a a cohesive space. Like, these three are always going into it, no matter what space you're doing. And they're used literally every day. And absolutely without design, though, this is used in almost everybody's everyday life. Yeah, for sure. So functionality is literally what it sounds like it is mm-hmm. what it functions for your lifestyle what functions for the style of home that you have what functions for the space that we're designing it's all about literally what functions for you right. and i love this one so much because this looks different for everybody oh for sure not everybody lives the same lives we may have a lot of similarities there are always factors that cater to different people and it all it all goes hand in hand you know we may have a lot of similarities but then you add in the style of my home and the layout of my home and it's different from yours right so it's completely different the functionality that I need makes it completely different and I'll toss this on to you functionality also goes hand in hand with the flow of your space so what what's flow so flow is basically well let's go off piggyback from functionality however your home functions is how your home is going to flow so basically um making sure that your space is how you want it and that it's going to flow with your everyday life just basically making sure that it's going to stay grounded for you and in a way that you can live in your home and feel comfortable you know what i mean yeah, and when it comes to furniture oh, being yeah. placed, how does that how does that go? I would say, okay, let's see. How do I want to put this? Flow in like a floor plan or a layout with furniture is walk into a room. You want everything to feel like it is in the right place. You don't want anything to feel out of place. So flow is like walking into a room and you don't, obviously when you walk in, you don't want to see like the back of a couch, you know what I mean? You want to be able to walk in and have this open area where you can walk around and flow through. It wants to be open and airy and feel light and comfortable. I feel like hominess is a big thing that has to do with flow. You know what I mean? Just basically that everything fits together and looks proper. It doesn't look janky and whack. Right. And it's hard to explain these things without quite literally saying like, this space has to flow, the space has to function. Like it's hard to not explain without literally just kind of saying the words. Yes. But all these things matter. And then we can both kind of talk about focus. So what's focus when I think about that? I think about the focal point of the room. Oh yeah. I think about whether that is a furniture piece, mm. whether it's a decorative piece, a piece of artwork, accent piece. It could even be the color of the room it could be the pattern that is upholstered mm-hmm. on the chair or the couch or pillows it could be 
pretty much anything that stands out, but it's something that you need because when you take in a whole room, it is a lot to take in if it is fully designed, decorated, etc. Right. So you need a focal point because your eye needs a place to kind of land and like take a rest and kind of be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like I found it. There it is. Now, like mm-hmm. zoom from there pretty much. Mm-hmm. And usually another thing with focus, talking about focal points, just for anyone who is designing or doing design, usually when I do design, I start with the focal point. I usually go, I'll start with, let's say, I'm just going to use, for example, I'm looking at it right now in my apartment. A painting that was given to me a couple of years ago, that was my focal point for my apartment. And everything that is in my apartment, in my living room, went off of that painting. Right. It's basically just something, that's, that's a good thing that you should use when you're starting off. If you don't have a starting jumping off point, that should be your jumping off point is a focal point because then the room can just match and go together off of that one piece. And it also helps make that one piece stand out. Exactly. And I love when I'm able to pick apart a room and say, okay, there's the focal point and look like yep. the not pull from the colors on the rug. Right. And you know what I mean? And just be able to literally like pick it apart and analyze it. Yeah. I, I love being able to do that. And and that's kind of the whole point. Like, if I'm not able to do that, then, like, oh, something's, something's off here. Right. Well, let's talk about the last F that everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. It's a bad word. But, oh, well, everybody says it once in their life. But <laughs> the F-U-C-K. Bomb drop. Yeah. What about this word? do you feel like has to do with design in daily life? Well, I mean, (laughs) if something goes wrong, (laughs) that's the first word I'm screaming. (laughs) Honestly. Oh, what is, is that, is that your word? Um, if something's going really wrong or I'm mad, like mad as fire. Yeah. You'll hear me. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you say mad as fire more and I absolutely, love it you'll get on the phone with me and you'll be like oh I'm mad as fire or and I'm themes coming out of my ears yeah that one too now for me my go-to is like oh shit oh yeah that's a good one too but we all we all definitely dropped the f-bomb oh of course and anyone who says they have not is lying right I mean I mean this is just like inevitable so when it comes to design obviously if something goes wrong f if you, you know what I mean, you run into an issue, you have to deal with a not great client, I mean, oh boom. It. Or maybe you order something and what you order doesn't come or the wrong thing is sent. Oh, F. Oh, yeah, especially too when you're sitting there doing design work and then all of a sudden you hit a brain fart or literally can't think of what to do next. You're like, oh, fudge, what am I supposed to do? Or maybe when you're in a time crunch. Oh, or- mm-hmm don't want to just don't have the time don't want to do it you just want to be in bed yep literally it but it's so hard but I feel like it is a big thing with design because there's so many things that can go wrong when you're doing design work it's not even funny like people think that interior design like it makes me so mad when people think like oh interior mad 
What'd you say? Mad as fire. Mad as fire, it does. It makes my blood boil when people sit there and talk about interior design. Well, interior design's easy. All you have to do is pick out this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, no, sister. I know you did not just say that to me because it's more than just picking out furniture. Absolutely. So, because there are things that happen in interior design that, just like any other job, are hardships. And it's so hard to get over some of those things. I literally, mm-mm-mm. and when it comes to friendships too, True. sometimes we can be like, OF, or we can be like, F. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, there's plenty of friendships where I have been to the point where I want to just be like, F you. Right. Well, Add the some of them I have. Some of them I have. And Uh-oh. those people, we aren't friends anymore, but <laughs> oh well. Oh, well. You're just missing out. So, moving right on along in our episode, guys. We've got our out with the old, in with the new. Boop, boop. Starting off with last two weeks yep. ago, we had patterned fabrics, mm-hmm. plain or solid fabrics, and the poles are in. Whoop. We, <laughs> whoop, whoop. we have 80% that said pattern fabrics and 20% that said solid fabrics. What is your take? Oh, girl, you don't even have to ask me. I know. <laughs> Literally, let me just tell you, it is patterns. Yep. And colors. I I mean, I love a good solid sometimes. Like, yeah, a solid couch. Well, great, and we, but... need a solid. we need some sort of solid to balance it out. Yes. But Yes, but I am definitely a pattern girly. Me too. I don't think that there has been one single out with the old and with the new that we have not agreed on. Yeah. So patterns are really big right now. Uh, that is the new, obviously, that we have going on. Um, and honestly, you it's just so much fun to play with them. And oh, yeah. you find patterns that are more subtle. And so actually, you might not need that solid because the pattern will balance out the other pattern. Well, and as you play with patterns, like you learn too that there's patterns you would have never thought could go together actually do go together and mesh really well. Exactly. So, so this week's out with the old and with the new is real hardwood mm-hmm. versus LVP. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the flows. Yep. Can't share yet though because we need you guys to go vote share yet either but honestly i'm really interested to hear what you have to say because i really don't know which one you're gonna choose mm, i have a feeling i know which one you're gonna choose <laughs> i have a feeling you do too but i feel like i don't know i don't know we'll, we can't share we can't no, share no, no, no we'll see but i just think about it you'll you'll figure it out what it is now amelia and i have come up with this new idea that we're gonna start doing a new segment alert Woo! and it is can you dig it can you dig it so this week for can you dig it it is contemporary style amelia how about it contemporary you know i like it yep i personally don't think it is something that i could design my whole home with no i think that i could easily add elements of it without even trying to be honest yes um, and I think it'd be something fun and honestly a bit challenging for me to do if I had a client that was like, this is my style. I'm right. all, you know what I mean? Right. I would, I would totally take it on. 
um, and have fun with it. But it would definitely be a challenge because a lot of the elements of it are things that I don't typically gravitate towards. Yeah. Um, but it is a huge thing right now, and it's it's becoming pretty popular. I feel like I'm already seeing some decorative items in places like Target and mm-hmm. even PJ Maxx and Marshalls, and it's like, oh, wow, like this is kind of popping up everywhere. But how do you feel? Um, I agree. I do like it. I feel like it's very fitting for the time of, like, the year we're in. Um, I do, just because everything's so contemporary. But I also, people are probably going to hate me, but I feel like mm-hmm. Prairie style does lack character, to be honest. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I like it, but I, I just, I really don't think it has much character to it. Yeah, you're right. Not not a whole lot of, like, depth, really. No, not at all. So, I mean, but if that's what you like and you like to keep it simple, then you keep it simple. But I'm not a simple person, so... Right. Uh, ultimately, though, can you dig it? Uh, I'm going to have to say no. Okay. What about you? Uh, I think I might agree, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, I always have an appreciation for the art that goes into design, and right. I love the styles, but I just, I'm not really sure. I kind of think, at the end of the day, I'm also going to have to kind of say no I'm pretty on the fence about it but definitely more so leaning towards no right well I think maybe we should also include this under our out with old and with the new for people to vote and let's see what for sure I would love 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 to hear from y'all what you guys think yes and another thing too if you guys have not listened to our most recent episode please go back and listen we had an amazing guest she is wonderful and we would love for you to go check out her platform yes is grand millennial lifestyle is her instagram handle her name is Allie. she was an absolute dream to have on the podcast super easy to talk to we had so much fun um and literally had never met or talked to her before it was it was kind of crazy guys we're winging it a little bit over here but But stay tuned because we have more guests coming. We do. We're so excited. But definitely go back and listen to that one because you have to. It's so cool. We have another person. I know. I know. It's great. It's really great. All righty. We will catch you guys in two weeks for the next one. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Hello? That's all for today. New episodes will come out every other Tuesday. To stay informed, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls with Contrast. And if you have any questions, you can email us at girlswithcontrast at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Bye.